Welcome to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about creative people leveraging their brilliance to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the chorus of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast. Hey, Brilliant Squad. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Pimp Your Brilliance. If you're new here, welcome. I'm your host, Monique Malcolm, and the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast is a show for side hustlers and solopreneurs who want to make money by taking their ideas, knowledge, or skills and packaging them up as digital products. This is episode 76, and you can find show notes at pimpyourbrilliance.com backslash 76. I just want to take a moment and let you know that this episode is sponsored by the Visionary Journal. A year is all you need to significantly change your life. Imagine what you could accomplish if you fueled your dreams with vision, set goals, broke them down into actionable steps, and tracked them all in the space of a planner. Maybe you'd finally start a business, plan a dream vacation, get that raise, or put a down payment on your dream home. All of these things are possible with the Visionary Journal, a goal-setting planner with vision. Designed to help you put the important things first, you start with the big picture areas of your life that you'd like to focus on, set your goals, create a quarterly action plan, and commit to doing the work that will move you closer to the finish line. Instead of leaving your goals to the mercy of your memory and random to-do lists, you can really focus on the things that will help you get closer to the life that you envision for yourself. To learn more or to order a copy, visit keepchasingthestars.com. All right, so let's talk about today's episode because I don't know if it's really clear to you by today's title, but I have... New year, new me vibes on the brain. Kind of heavy this month, honestly, Uh, because we're just at the time of the year. We're at the time in the year. At the time of this recording, this is November. And I think we're, I know personally, I'm just at that place where I'm feeling a little tired. I want to slow down. I want to take a break. But also, I'm aware that this is a busy season. So for me, this is, we're heading into planner season. And I'm balancing at this point running two separate businesses. So I have my e-commerce business, which is my planners and t-shirts and small gifts and accessories. And then I have Pimp Your Brilliance and the community over at the Brilliance Lounge that I'm kind of all balancing in. I'm going to be honest. I'm just a little tired around the edges. Uh, Most of you probably don't know this unless you are following like my personal Facebook page or you're paying attention a few months back when I was sharing pictures. But I was a swim mom for the first time this year. So I have a teenage son and he, we actually made him, I won't even say he joined the swim team. We made him join the swim team um, just as a way to get him to have some new experiences and do something new. And the season went really, really well for us, but it was very tiring, you know, carting him back and forth to practice and having practice in the morning before school. So we were up most mornings like four something to get him ready and make sure he's in practice in time. And so that's just wound down and I'm legit ready for a slower pace. And so I've been really thinking about ways that I can prepare my business for the new year and ways that I can start doing that right now in November before the end of the year rush and panic hits. Because as I mentioned in episode number 75, I just know how much more relaxed I can be going into the year if I already have a plan in place, if I've already done the things that I need to do to prepare my business. 
it just allows me time to do this at a slower pace, as slow as a pace that you can do when you are trying to juggle two businesses at one time. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about nine ways to prepare your creative business for the new year. And my goal with this was to come up with things that you can do in approximately 30 to 45 minutes. Like that's the amount of time that it should take you to complete these things. So these are really quick wins that will help you feel more prepared heading into the new year. Because I mean, there's nothing like peace of mind and knowing that you've planned and you've done your due diligence to make sure that you're ready to go when January 1st hits. And I know there's some people who are probably like, oh, January 1st, it doesn't matter. It's just another day. But honestly, I think a lot of us really like the idea and feeling of having a clean slate. That's why the new year feels so magical and so exciting. It's not that we necessarily feel like, oh my gosh, it's January 1st, 2020 or 2021, whatever year it is, and everything's new and shiny. I don't think that's it. I think it really is just feeling like, okay, tearing the page off and starting on a new, shiny new page. And that's really exciting for a lot of people. I know it's exciting for me. So I want to just share these nine things because like I said, they're quick, they're easy for you to do. I actually put together a little checklist for you. So if you want to check out the show notes, pimpybrilliance.com backslash 76, you can get your checklist there to help you do these things. And that'll just be like one thing or actually nine things that you can just check off of your brain, close those tabs because they're no longer going to be pinging around. And maybe, maybe they're not even things you're aware of now, but once I share them with you, you'll feel like, oh, that's totally doable and I should do that. So let's jump into that. So my first thing, and this is kind of my favorite thing to do, but clean up your digital files and storage. And I love organizing all of my file folders in Google Drive. It's super nerdy and just one of those things I like to do. But if you're not already doing this, if you don't already have a system in place for how you handle files in your business, I encourage you to spend some time getting that in place. But I actually use Google Drive for this. And inside of my Google Drive folder, I have a breakdown for like things that are for Pimpy Brilliance, things that are for Keep Chasing the Stars, and every product has its own folder. There's a folder for like content upgrades. There's a folder where I store webinar presentations and video files from the past, like everything. There's a folder for branding that has my logos and headshots and bios. So everything is in its place. I never have to go searching all over my computer to find things that I need because they're all housed in Google Drive, nice and neat. And this has like an additional benefit because Google Drive does kind of serve as cloud storage. So it's like a backup. So in addition to having this access on my computer, I can access it on my phone. I can access it on my laptop when I'm on the go. And I just always have access to my files. So this is just cleaning up your digital files and storage if you already have a system in place or if you need to get one in place. Other things that you might want to clean up, empty your downloads folder on your computer. I'm super guilty of this. Mine is full to the brim. I really need to clean it out. Delete old opt-ins that you signed up for that you're not using, that you just have stored in the digital dungeon of your computer. Delete them. I've already mentioned this, but organize cloud storage. 
And then bonus points, optimize your computer. So once you have cleaned up all your digital files and gotten everything squared away, figure out ways that you can optimize your computer. I know on the Mac, if you go inside of your um, your preferences, or there's like a place where it'll tell you what your storage breaks down to, like how much of it is movies, pictures, app, apps, all of that. Um, you can go through there and see like what files are really large or what files are duplicated and clean that up. And that just makes your computer run faster. And I mean, that's always a blessing in itself. So those are some things that you can do for cleaning up your files and storage. My second thing is retire old offers. So if you have products or services that you no longer want to sell, they no longer feel in alignment with what you want to do. Maybe you're changing directions or honestly, maybe you cringe every time somebody buys that thing or book that thing, retire them. Throw like a last ditch. This is your last call to get this thing sale to your audience. And then after you sell, you know, you have your little sales period, retire them, get rid of them. Don't offer them anymore and move on. And again, that's just making space for new improved offers in your business and just cleaning up the dead weight. Because I think sometimes we feel like, oh, I can't get rid of this thing because it sold well or it did well, but it might not do well forever. Or you just may not love doing that anymore. So if that is the case, stop doing it. Don't do it. My third thing is to send a survey to your audience. And this is coming soon, party people. (laughs) Um, I will be sending a survey like in the next week or two. Because at this point, I mean, we're at the end of the year. And I feel like once you hit this point in the end of the year, you feel a little tapped out and spent on new creative ideas. Or in my case, sometimes I feel like what I want to move into talking about, maybe you guys are not ready for that. Maybe these are topics that you are not interested in yet. And there's some things that I need to cover that you feel would better serve you for where you are in your business right now. It's a lot easier for me to get your input and ask you what you want to learn Versus me just trying to come up with ideas and make it up based on what I think that you should be learning because that's not always the case. So right now is a great time to ask your people, what do they want to learn from you in 2020? Send a quick survey and you can do this really simply. Um, You can use something like SurveyMonkey. Google Forms has a little survey option. You can use Airtable. Airtable has an option where you can create a form. So these are all simple ways that you can survey your audience. And I believe everything I named, there's a free plan for it. So you don't even have to pay for it. You really just need to create your survey form and have an email list that you can send the survey to. And if you want to incentivize people to fill in your survey, offer a little prize, $10 Starbucks cards or $10 Amazon cards, something that will just encourage people to fill in the surveys. My fourth thing that you can do to prepare for the new year is do a website audit. When is the last time you really looked at the content that was on your website? When is the last time that you checked for broken links? What about setting up 404 pages and redirects for pages that or content that's no longer living on your site? Especially if you're somebody who uses Pinterest. Uh, These are all really good things that you should be checking on your site and doing a content audit. I'm sorry, not a content audit, doing a website audit doesn't have to be anything 
crazy. Again, 30 to 45 minutes is my goal for how long it should take you to do each of these individual things. So when you're doing your website audit, go through the basics, all the main pages on your site, contact forms, about pages, homepage, make sure all the links on those pages work. Email addresses on those pages are spelled correctly. I'm notorious for leaving off like the S and stars in my, in my email list. I'm sorry, in my email. So check the main pages. Then there are websites that will help you look for broken links. And I will have some listed in the show notes for you. If you want to run your URL through there, it'll tell you if you have broken links on your website. And then at that point, you can decide if you need to set up a 404 page or a redirect. And I know for some of these things, they may sound like I'm speaking another language if you're not super techie, but these are just really quick ways that you can fix missing or broken content. Broken meaning the link goes to nowhere now. So it's just giving people an error page when they click on these links. Something else that you may want to check for when you're doing your website audit is checks for mixed content on your pages. And what that means is now when people have their web addresses, they are supposed to be secured. So if you think about a handful of years ago on your web URL would be HTTP. And now we have moved to HTTPS, which is supposed to signify that the content on your site is secure. It's sent over an encrypted pathway. That will not happen if you have mixed content on your pages. So what that means is you can have a page that has, for example, let's say your homepage has a lot of really beautiful images, but you don't have those images under um, pulling from your actual website. You could be like linking out to another place, or you could even just have be using that old extension HTTP instead of the HTTPS that creates mixed content on your website. And you will not get that beautiful little locked symbol with the HTTPS. You'll actually get an error. So that's something that you want to check for as well. And there's a website that lets you search to see if you have mixed content on your website. Again, I'll link all of these in the show notes because putting out a whole bunch of URLs is going to be crazy bananas, but it's inside of the checklist. These are um, links that are inside of the checklist if you want to do this website content audit. So again, nothing crazy, just running through the basics, the main pages, broken links, redirects, mixed content, all of the fun stuff. But these are just things that just improve the overall experience for people who are on your website. And these are also things that Google looks at when they are doing like scanning of your pages and sending their little their little bots to scan the pages on your website. They look for broken links and things of that nature. So this just helps you rank better in the Google. <laughs> Number five, and this is one of my favorite ones that people always overlook. Write down all the important dates for your business on a calendar or even in your project manager. So think about it like this. Say you were in retail and you were selling like, for example, I'm heading into planner season. So for me, there's a distinct time of year where planner sales surge, especially around the holiday season. So I need to be preparing months in advance for this time of year. But sometimes you just get really busy in your business and the time gets past you. So one of the ways that I circumvent that and kind of keep reminders in place so that I know like how far out I'm, I am for Christmas, 
I add reminders. Like I pick all the important dates for the year for my business. And then I add 30, 60, and 90 day reminders. So I have a reminder, let's see, 90 days out from Christmas is about what, September-ish, September 25th. So there would be like a note on September 25th, you are 90 days out from Christmas. And then you do it for 60, you do it for 30. You can even do it for months at a time. So you can do like six months out or nine months out, whatever time frame works for you that you want these reminders, you would just go to your calendar and I'm telling you, just pull it out, put a post-it note on that date or put a reminder on that date in your Google calendar, your project manager, just as a way to remind you, like, don't forget, you need to be planning for this big event for your business. So let's say you wanted to do like a big anniversary thing because it was like your fifth year anniversary for your business. Again, put it on your calendar to remind yourself to plan for it. So that way you don't end up running up on that date and feeling like you didn't have time to prepare. So it's something just really simple that you can do again in like 30 minutes. (laughs) My sixth way that you can prepare is to clean your email list. At the end of the year, this is a really good time to do a purge, remove cold subscribers from your email list. If you do re-engagement campaigns to remind people like, hey, open my emails. I want you back on my list. Now would be a good time to run those. If you're using something like ConvertKit, maybe go through your tags and get rid of any unused tags, unused formed forms or sequences that you are no longer using. And this kind of goes for most email platforms. Um, getting rid of old forms. So if you have like opt-ins that you're no longer doing, delete those forms. If you have automations that are running uh, that you no longer use, get rid of those automations. Or this is even a good time to review those automations to make sure that they don't have any broken links and that they are functioning properly and sending people where you want them to go. Number seven is to tidy up your project management system. So I hope you guys are using some type of project manager, especially if you have big projects and things that you're doing, you're working with clients, you need some way to keep track of all the moving pieces. But at the end of the year, that's the perfect time to clean out old projects. Get rid of old projects, archive old projects, archive client projects, um, clean out tasks that you have been putting off for months. So if you have tasks still on your list that either one, you're just ignoring the due date and you're just letting it stay, or you find yourself, you keep moving the due date out, either take this out of your project management system or put it on the back burner for a later time. Don't let it stay clogging up space in your project manager because that's just like an open tab on your brain that's never getting closed. And every time you see it in your project manager, it's just reactivating that tab and like telling your mind like, oh yeah, you have this thing. So get rid of it. Clean up your project management system. Um, This is also a good time to go back through and see like, are there projects that need to be cleaned out? Do you need to add new projects? Um, Are there recurring tasks that need to be updated? Like just update the whole system. Is there a better way for you to be using this? Uh, It's a good time to be thinking about stuff like that. So, you know, just bookmark yourself some time on your calendar and just go through your project management system, clean out the cobwebs, and figure out ways that you can utilize it better. You can streamline it better. One of the things that I've done this year is I've switched project management systems. So I used to be 
super heavy into Asana. And while I still like Asana, I've moved over to ClickUp only because it's cheaper and it has um, some additional features that I can use that I, I really like. And that kind of mirror the way that my brain works. But uh, one of the things that I've done is gone through my project management system and, and combined some of the projects. So instead of having like all of these tiny micro projects just in my sidebar, I've combined projects that feel like they make sense. Like, so I used to have a project that was all for finances, but the only thing that was really in there was like a weekly reminder to update bills and expenses every week. And then um, a thing to remind me to pay my sales tax, but it was like an entire folder dedicated to that. And it was just those two things. So I felt like that would be a better those would live better inside of like my biz HQ project. So I just got rid of that finance project and just moved those two tasks over into biz HQ. So that way it just works out better and I don't have so much clutter in my project system. So maybe that sounds a little foreign to you, but if you use a project manager, you'll understand what I mean. Sometimes you just can make things a bit too granular when you don't need to. Number eight. And this is a really important one for you guys to do because I'm all about saving money and not spending money when you don't need to. Audit your business expenses. When is the last time you sat down, you looked at what you were paying out every month and really thought about whether or not you actually need that tool or that you need it right now or you're really getting the best bang for your buck. So I encourage you to pull last month's um statement from your bank or whatever you're using to track your expenses, a spreadsheet, and go through the list of tools and get rid of tools that you really aren't using. Maybe even shop around and see if there is a cheaper tool that you can use in place of it that you can get a better deal on. But audit your expenses. Don't throw money out of out of the window. You need all the dollars that you can get for your business. So don't waste them on expenses or tools that you really aren't using. You can probably invest that money into a better tool or invest it back into your business in other ways. But just do a really quick business expense audit and get rid of things that you're no longer using or that you're barely using. And then number nine, the final one is create templates for common tasks. And this is just a way to save you time in the future. Uh, There are so many things that you can create templates for in your business that will just save you time and help you stay more productive and help you get more things done. I use a lot of templates. Uh, A few things that you may want to consider is invoicing if you're a freelancer. So if you don't have an actual system that does invoices, there are plenty of places where you can get invoice templates and you can customize them to your branding and then send them out. So you may want to just create a custom template, invoice template, if you don't have a system that will send them for you. Branded graphics. All of the graphics that you see for the podcast are templated. We just change out the background image and the text every single episode, and it saves so much time. And then content creation. We have templates for how we create content, and we just repeat the process every single time. And it's again, saves a lot of time and a lot of energy bonus points, it also makes it so much easier to outsource work and still get the same quality that you would put out because you're using a template and you would just instruct the person that's working with you to use that same template. 
So that's like my secret for making sure that you have good quality work when you're working with a virtual assistant or someone of someone else is using templates. And then a pro hack, because I said I wanted these to be 30 to 45 minutes for you to complete. So if you don't want to make templates from scratch, buy a template set from someplace like Creative Market and tweak it to fit your branding. Even though I do a lot of graphic design work, and I guess technically I could be considered a graphic designer, I still buy templates all the time because I just don't want to spend the time to create them. And sometimes it just takes more time to create them because I'm tweaking and trying to make every little thing perfect. And instead of doing that, it's just easier to go buy a template and change the colors and change the font and, you know, add my little, my special sauce on it and and keep it moving. So you can do the same thing. And again, links to all of these things are in the show notes if you want to check that out. So there we go. As a quick recap, here are the nine ways you can prepare your business for the new year. Number one, clean up your digital files and storage. Two, retire any old offers that you're not going to be selling anymore. Three, survey your audience, figure out what they want to hear from you in the next year, in the next couple months. Four, do a website audit and clean up any broken links and things on your website. Four, write down all the important dates for your business, put them in your calendar, put them in your project manager so that you will remember them. Six, clean your email list, remove cold subscribers, get rid of unused tags, forms, or sequences. Seven, tidy your project management system, clean out old projects, archive projects. Eight, audit your business expenses and get rid of tools that you are no longer using. And then finally, number nine, create templates for common tasks and save yourself time next year by not having to repeat Uh, creation of templates and things over and over again, because you'll already have your templates ready to go. All right. So there we go. Those are your nine ways. Hopefully these will be useful to you and you guys will feel really good heading into the new year because I'm all about that new year, new me life and, and feeling good and feeling ready going into the new year versus feeling frazzled and burnt out. So I'm hoping as we transition into this new season, this end of the year time, this holiday season, that you do that and you feel good. You're doing that in a way that feels good for you. You're able to slow down and think and plan and and really get clear and quiet on what you want for the new year. That's what I'm hoping for you. All right. So if you like this episode, of course, you can let me know. Hit me up on Instagram at Pimp Your Brilliance. You can also email me hello at pimpyourbrilliance.com. I love to hear from you guys. I love to get your feedback because it helps me improve and lets me know what I'm doing really well. So that's it. Until next time, you guys go out there and pimp your brilliance.